0: Now, you'd be hard-pressed to find anyone who squeezed more into his 91 years than the man you're about to meet. He's known for assembling the music for the movie The African Queen, but this Armenian-American from Massachusetts is a legendary figure in Africa. Richard Harris has the story. You probably don't know his name, but people throughout Africa do. In fact, Leo Sarkeesian was so famous on the continent, still is, that kings and presidents sought him out, often gave him a police escort. Sarkeesian just retired after a half-century with the Voice of America as the founder and producer of VOA's longest-running English language program. It's music time in Africa. With me here in our studios on Independence Avenue in Washington, D.C., is my colleague, the VOA music man, Leo Sarkeesian.
1: Thank you, Rita. Good evening, friends. Glad to have you with us. I hope you'll stay tuned and ready to sit back and relax and enjoy the music we have for you.
0: It's not his 47 years on the air that Sarkeesian's real feat. It's how he recorded and amassed a collection of traditional music from remote corners of Africa. It's a skill he developed as a recording engineer in the 1950s for Colonel Fogel at Temple Records in Hollywood.
1: My life has been exactly like an old African proverb. The proverb is, when door open, go in. When Colonel Fogel knocked on my door in New York and offered me to work with him, yes, it was a door and
0: it was open for me and I walked in. First stop, Pakistan, where Sarkeesian and his wife began their lifelong adventure. Driving a jeep loaded with the finest recording equipment, they crossed the Khyber Pass into 1950s Afghanistan. In the ancient city of Herat, Sarkeesian captured what he says is the rarest of recordings, a man in his 90s who had been the court singer for the Emir of Afghanistan who ruled the country until 1919.
1: That is probably the most valuable recording I've ever made. So it
0: gives me goose (laughs) pimples. By
1: 1961,
0: President John F. Kennedy named famed broadcast journalist Edward R. Murrow to head up the U.S. Information Agency. Murrow's first overseas trip was to Guinea, where Sarkeesian was then based. Murrow, who'd heard about Sarkeesian, walked up six flights to his apartment, knocked on the door and offered him a job on the spot.
1: He said, we have in mind to build the biggest radio station in Africa, and it'll probably be in Liberia, in
0: Monrovia, and I'd like to have you come and join the Voice of America. So in 1965, Sarkeesian launched Music Time in Africa on the VOA from Liberia. The idea? Music would prompt people in Africa to listen to the VOA for news. What we were doing was cross-reporting,
1: not only our news broadcasts of information, but we are also cross-reporting their own cultures and music of their own people. People in East Africa had never heard Liberian music. They had never heard the music of the Ivory Coast. And people in West Africa had never really heard music of their brothers who were living out in East Africa or Southern Africa. When I first listened to... Leo Zaccheon, I was like, wow, I mean, who is this? Uh, I mean, he's kind of love African music.
0: Jeff Tarnu, a Liberian radio reporter and producer, has been listening to Music Time in Africa for nearly 20 years.
1: When I listen to some of those traditional sounds that he discovered over the years, uh, I kind of get spellbound because... Those are things that we Africans should be looking for ourselves.
0: Sarkeesian had a knack for tracking down hard-to-find African music. In the process, he became a goodwill ambassador, carrying his sketchbook, drawing portraits of African leaders or locals. He's been recognized by ethnomusicologists as one of them, even though his only higher education was art school and the VOA formally named his rare collection of music the Leo Sarkeesian Library of African Music.
1: This is my library here. I'll take you in and uh, you'll be able to see the, all the tapes that I have accumulated over
0: so many years. There are floor to ceiling shelves against each wall packed with boxes and boxes of reel-to-reel tapes labeled by the African country where Sarkeesian recorded the music. It's all being digitized by the University of Michigan.
1: Now I have about 10,000 reels of tapes in this room, in this library. This is my home. It's been my home for so many years and all the years I've been here at the Voice of America. I, I still can't get over it up till today. <laughs> at the end of my life, I says, my gosh, what
0: we did. For the world, I'm Richard Harris. You can see photos of Leo Sarkeesian and some of his artwork there at theworld.org.